Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning here, such as it is. Oh, goodness. Ah, yes. I got one hour a week. <laughs> and I'm following it up. Man, I tell you. <laughs> you just, oh, boy. You know. <sighs> my buddies are going to give me such grief over this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, well. Hey, it happens. Let's see. I've been doing this show now. Let's see. Uh, how many years now I've been doing this? I think in the fall it'll be, what, 14 years? I've been doing this show by myself. My goodness. Eh, I guess maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed one once in a while. But this, <laughs> some days... Uh, the technology. Hey, let's. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to uh, earlier anyway, uh, so let's uh, let's take a little peek at things here and see how things are uh, doing out there. Uh, the condition report uh, brought to you by uh, Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma, and uh, you know things have picked up just a little bit here. Things have gone up a little bit. The river stage, the water temperature, and the flow. Uh, two out of the three, eh. uh, river water temperature. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that's not a, that's not a bad thing. That'll just kick those fish into gear and, uh, get them moving around. And, but yeah, the, uh, the water temperature right now, uh, is, uh, we're talking mid sixties here, uh, 62 in Trempolo and Dresback, 64 down in Genoa, 65 down in Lynxville. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's a, that's a good place to be for, uh, uh, boy, for a lot of species uh, that are really starting to get going there. I know the uh, the, the bass are going to get going now. Uh, the uh, panfish are going to start to really, really pick up. Uh, walleyes eh, might be slowing down just a little bit, but not too bad anyway. Um, it's it's a good it's a good place to be right now uh, in terms of uh, in terms of water temperature. Uh, it's uh, Definitely going to make the fish more active. There's certainly going to be a lot more aquatic activity with the little uh, bugs and everything else in the food chain that uh, uh, that's going to start picking up as well. So that's uh, that's a, a definite definite good thing. Unfortunately, um, the river has come back up just a little bit. We're sitting at about seven eight this morning. Um, unfortunately, it uh, you know we had that there was all that rain and stuff up north, and so that kind of move things up just a little bit uh, in terms of the, uh, the river stage here in La Crosse. Um, and doesn't look like it's going it, to, it'll maybe come down uh, half a foot or so uh, over the course of the next week, but it looks like we're going to stay just a little bit above the, uh, the seven foot mark for uh, at least the next several days uh, through the, uh, well, I guess really it's kind of through the end of the month here. Um, so uh, just uh, be forewarned about that as well, and certainly the the flow has picked up just a little bit. Um, we're sitting at about uh, fifty five in Winona, sixty one in uh, Trempolo, Dresback is about sixty four, uh, about seventy two in Genoa, and sixty eight down in Lynxville. Um, so that's and and they're holding eh, pretty steady. They haven't uh, haven't changed much in the last couple of days. So that's uh, something else to uh, to think about as well. The Water is uh, is moving. I mean, it's not not as bad as it was, but eh, ain't the greatest either. Let's just put it that way. So that's just uh, 
something else to uh, to think about here. But you know, but, uh, I, I guess if if you want to take a look look at it a little bit positively anyway, and looking at the the river stage, you know that it, it's it's not moving, uh, you know, huge leaps and bounds anyway. You know, I mean, a tenth here, tenth there. You know that that isn't so bad. That doesn't gonna move those fish around and scatter things out a little bit, uh, you know, scatter them around, you know, when we get those big up and, you know, big drops and things like that. That's how this when they get bounced around, but they, you know, as long as their food sources are nearby, um, you know, they're not going to, not going to move around a, a great deal anyway. And that was actually kind of the fun. And, uh, the other day, last weekend when I was out that just watching some of the, uh, uh, just the the fish interaction anyway with the uh, with the schools of bait fish that were uh, uh, swimming around where I was fishing and you know just sometimes it's just it you know because I wasn't catching much of nothing anyways but it was just interesting to uh, to watch and, and just see how the the, the schools of, of bait fish are moving around and and you know, just trying to pick up a little extra knowledge there of, of how things interact and you know watching the occasional uh, predator fish kind of swoop in and get a bit of a meal. And like I said, always interesting to, to kind of watch nature in action. Um, at least the water was clearing up a little bit that it, it, you were able to do that. And a couple of places I've been just was, and it was just muddy. It was, it was almost like, I want to say, you know, early spring where, you know, you get that the snow melt and everything, and it just, it just, it's just the water is just brown. This is starting to, hopefully it's starting to clear up a little bit. I, now that it's come back up a little bit, I don't know, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. So give that a, a try. But anyway, that is a, a, a quick look at the conditions report uh, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma. Check it, uh, check out, uh, go see Don and, and, Get what you need to, to head out, whether it's uh, some nice uh, some nice minnows, uh, worms, what have you. He'll uh, he'll get you taken care of out there, and he'll point you in the right direction on where to uh, where to check out. Whether it's the uh, the bogs or Lake Toma or Petenwell, he'll uh, he'll point you in the right direction on where the the fish are biting. He's uh, a great guy. Always fun to to chat with him on the phone here. So uh, check that out. Roscoe's live bait in Toma. And uh, I guess now we'll just kind of shift gears a little bit and uh, kind of jump into the topic of the day, as it were. Um, and that is, uh, well, actually, it's uh, we'll shift. It's it's the topic of the night. And, and and I've talked about this before, and I think you know, I don't know. Maybe there's just to me, it's just like, yeah, this isn't uh, uh, a bad topic to talk about. Uh, now that we're in this world of social distancing and, and I guess, for lack of a better term, staying away from people uh, in one respect or another anyway. And uh, and that is uh, fishing at night. Uh, and I was out, let's see, what night was that? I don't Wednesday? Wednesday night maybe? Yeah, I think it was. Um I had to run a couple of errands uh, after dark um, and uh, did notice when I was, uh, was out and about, I had to run over to Minnesota real quick uh, and 
noticed uh, in the the backwaters that uh, there were uh, was at least a boat out there anyway that uh, I'm assuming they were probably bow fishing because uh, it was uh, the it was I don't want to say it was lit up like a Christmas tree but you knew the boat was there <laughs> it was it was lit up so I'm I'm guessing maybe there were uh, there was somebody out there doing a little uh, a little bow fishing which. Uh, which is, I'm not going to talk about that, but it's uh, it's just uh, uh, that, that's certainly one option anyway uh, to do some uh, to do some night fishing. But yeah, it, it you know there are opportunities out there to uh, to get out there at night, and certainly we're going to see here in the coming week where the temperatures we're going to start to see temperatures in the 80s. I would expect to see probably a, a boost in the humidity as well, and you know that's part and parcel for. Uh, uh, for where we live, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I I love the nice days when it's uh, in the 80s and enjoy being outdoors and things like that. But you know, and it's one thing one thing that you know I don't know if gets talked about an awful lot, and that uh, um, is going out after dark and going fishing. I mean, there are certainly species out there, and uh, I should get to. Get the guys up at Fat Cat to, to talk about that. Catfishing is uh, certainly uh, one species to target while you're uh, while you're out and about at night, um, and can do pretty well. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of different species out there, and I know guys that that, that love to go out and you know hunt bass or walleyes. Uh, obviously, you know catfish things like that. Um, and the thing is too is that. You know, just given, I guess, maybe the time of day and, and, and situation and everything, there's never a lot of people out. Uh, and, and more than likely, you're going to probably be the only one out there. Um, you know, it, it'll be the, the rare thing that uh, uh, you're going to get a lot of boats out at, uh, at that particular hour, you know, or at dark or after dark and uh, later in the evening and early, you know, that overnight hours and things like that. Um, you know, maybe the only thing you're going to see out there is a barge, you know, depending on where you're going there. But, uh, uh, yeah, the, the opportunities are out there. So let's kind of talk a little bit, uh, about, you know, what species are there, what you can go for. Uh, we'll start out with walleyes and then maybe talk a little bit about bass as well. Regardless of, of what you're going to target for species, obviously safety is a, uh, uh, a real important kind of thing. Uh, when you, you know, regardless of whether you go out during the day or in the evening, but at night, yeah, a little bit more, um, there were, uh, 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 you know, there's always, always, it seems like something can go wrong at night and, you know, so, uh, you know, whether you, you know, you're, you're, you're driving that riding in the boat, uh, that, you know, and it hits something that you didn't see in the water. Uh, you know, there's still junk floating down from time to time that, or, you know, you drive over a wing dam or something like that. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it, things that maybe you'd see in the broad, in broad daylight that, you know, maybe you'd miss at night. Um, so, you know, safety is, uh, is, is maybe a little bit more important than, uh, at night than it is during the day. It's just the lack of light. You know, it's just the bottom line there. Uh, so make sure you know all your running lights and safety gear is is uh, is in good working order. You know, uh, 
life vests, uh, wearing them and, and things like that. Uh, you know, you get a nice uh, spotlight of some kind, uh, a nice high-powered one, too. And they're not that expensive. Uh, something that uh, uh, you can use uh, to at least see what you're doing and signal somebody if you need to. Give a look around, that kind of thing. So, you know, you can certainly go out too in the, the daytime too and kind of, you know, mark things out and see where you're going and checking out. Um, that's certainly, you know, something, you know, and if you get the, uh, the electronics, you know, mark that stuff out on the GPS and, you know, be aware of any obstacles or things that you might want to avoid while you're out and about, that kind of thing. Um, certainly, you know, they're, inexpensive these days, just the little lights that you could put on your cap or something like that. All those little things that uh, you maybe don't think about during the day that uh, you will definitely need at uh, at night um, just to help keep your hands free. Um, they're, they're not bad, you know, and I'll readily admit that, and I, I, I've had these now for a couple of years, but I, they were like a, a buck, and they're the ones that have lasted me longer than some of the more expensive ones because the clips, the darn clips keep breaking. They're plastic clips, but these are the ones, you can buy them for like a buck at Walmart. Um, and and you know, they're, like I said, a buck. And you know, even if they last you a season, it's a buck, you know? Uh, but they have metal clips, so they don't tend to break. Um, so I've got a, a couple of them and, and I keep one in the you know the car and, and in the fishing, a couple in the fishing gear and, and things like that, you know, and it's like, they'll last by the plastic clip ones. They always tend to break. I don't know why, but they do. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and they're nice little led lights and can, real easy to make it, to see things and. They work pretty well for, like I said, for a buck. And if, you know, you lose it, you break it, it's a buck. So, anyhow, I think we were talking about fishing, weren't we? Something like that anyway. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, the other thing, too, is, and, and I'll, I promise I'll move on here in a moment, is that, you know, if you are going to go out at night, let somebody know where you're going. Uh, you know, it's like I'm going to go down to, you know, I'm going to go down to Stoddard or I'm going to go to out by Goose Island or I'm going to, you know, and and let somebody know where you're going. That way, if something happens, they know where to start looking anyway. And of course, you know, obviously, if you got your cell phone with you, that uh, is is helpful as well. And you know, check the weather forecast and uh, make sure that uh, you got the appropriate gear with you uh, in case something would happen. And of course, the uh, ever popular bug spray wouldn't be a bad thing as well, uh, just because uh, you're going out at night. Doesn't mean the bugs are going to go away. Uh, that uh, <laughs> unfortunately, nighttime they don't they, they don't pay attention to that schedule. Unfortunately, but uh, yeah, and that doesn't matter whether you're a shore fisherman or because you can be a shore fisherman at night too. There's nothing uh, nothing wrong with that. Because one of the nice things about the night bite for uh, for walleyes, anyway, is that many times you know they're cruising up shallow uh, looking for a meal. You know, so if you've done a little daytime scouting and, and found spots, you know, where there's some shallow weed edges or, uh, you know, 
uh, shallow areas adjacent to rock piles or ledges, you know, those are good places to maybe check out at night. Uh, some riprap that's a little on the shallow side, another good choice. Um, you know, and, and just keep an eye out for the, the schools of minnows or shiners in those back bays. Um, chances are they'll, they'll draw in some hungry nighttime predators on the, uh, on the prowl. And in a lot of cases, too, you can reach these types of places from shore or, or in the boat um, or even uh, even waiting if you're careful. Um, but as your search starts anyway, your odds will improve if these areas also have, you know, some deep water adjacent to them uh, that the fish can use for an escape route. Now, if you uh, if you don't have any luck what uh, in what you think should be a productive spot, maybe go back and check it out later. You know, not all walleyes are going to move shallow at the same time. Uh, you know, and when it comes to lures, of course, you know, you've got tons of choices. But um, for night fishing anyway, you know, they've all kind of got a few things in common anyway. One, they should be dark colored. Um, it's not going to matter uh, at night whether it's, uh, you know, chartreuse or fire tiger or something like It's not going to matter. They're not going to... You know, the fish aren't going to see it, uh, see those bright colors anyway. Uh, what they are uh, are going to see are those contrasts. It's more of a, a sense of contrast. Um, you know, uh, even with the dark and night, you know, walleye is going to clearly see enough to see a dark lure silhouetted against a night sky. And, and whether we can see that or not, you know, maybe the, you know, the, the fish can. Um, you know, cause it's, it's going to be, you know, whether there's a moon or even a partial moon, there's going to be enough sort of ambient light above the water anyway, that something that's dark or, you know, black for lack of a better term, uh, you know, is going to stand out against a, a lighter background or a lighter sky, relatively speaking. So, you know, obviously something, you know, if you've got, you know, a glow in the dark, dark jig, uh, Something like that, whether tape, whatever on the lure, and that can also help the angler uh, in his quest. So, you know, I mean, you can throw your most beat-up, dinged-up lure that, you know, you'd be embarrassed to throw in the daytime. And, hey, as long as it's dark-colored and, and uh, has some decent hooks on it, chuck it out there. The other thing in, uh, that is is helpful, too, in, in uh, again, these translate to the daytime as well, but I, I think these are take on a little bit more relevance at night, a little more to, to think about at night anyway, is, is that uh, is noise. That's another factor to think about as well, whether it's a, a, a twister tail vibrating through the water, you know, spinner blades uh, churning, uh, a couple of glass beads or rattles uh, banging together. You know, they're all going to help draw in curious fish, hopefully for a bite, Um and, and, you know, along those lines, again, you've got choices for what you want to throw out there, you know, uh, uh, Rapala, any kind of crankbait. Um, and then just, you know, in terms of technique anyway, start out with something, you know, slow and steady. You know, if you're casting, uh, I'll talk about trolling in a moment here, but just a, a good natural straight motion is a, a good way to start. You know, if you want to add some pauses or hesitations, you know, little jerks or what. Maybe just, you know, try that as well. Uh, hopefully you'll 
with your electronics anyway, you might be able to see that, you know, if you're marking fish anyway, um, you know, just kind of see how they, how they react to those different, uh, uh, styles of retrieval anyway. Um, but you know, just vary it up a little bit, you know, cast beyond the target so you don't spook the fish when the lure hits the water, of course. Um, maybe, uh, you know, scent is also something that, you know, since uh, I, I guess really what I'm, I'm trying to say is that, you know, in, in a sense, uh, you know, vision is going to be, you know, is important during the daylight, you know, for the fish to see the lure. And, you know, so that's why you get, you know, the bright colors and things like that. But at night, I, that isn't, that factor is kind of at the bottom of the list there. So you got to, you know, put those other senses uh, into play more. Uh, and, and certainly scent is another one too, that, uh, uh, besides noise and, and, uh, that is, is going to be a factor as well. So, you know, you know, a minnow is, is not a, a bad thing, you know, a chunk of night crawler, um, things like that, uh, that's going to, that's going to put a scent trail in the water that the, uh, the fish can key in on. Um, and you know, don't be afraid to, you know, overlook just a, a simple setup of like a slip bobber and a jig, especially for uh, for shallow fish that might be uh, easily spooked. Uh, you know, just uh, again shoot it out over the target zone, maybe a little bit beyond, and then and just kind of slowly reel it back in and let it kind of drift through the target area. Um, and again, you know, you can get those glow in the dark jigs with, uh, like I said, with a chunk of night crawler on it. Like I said, leave a little scent trail. Um, you know, there's the lures, the little, the jigs and, and things like that, that you can get that have, uh, like a little light stick that you can put in there. Uh, Northland, I think makes some of those, um, you know, so th- there's, there's an option, uh, for you as well, um, that, uh, that you've got. So, you know, those are, those are some other things that can then help you out with the bite. And again, of course, the, uh, the fish will tell you what, uh, uh, what is working and and what isn't? Now, if you're you're planning on trolling, uh, one thing to keep in mind: shorten up the amount of line you let out. You know, obviously during the daytime, it's it's easy to see. You know, if you've got fifty or more feet out on uh, uh, out out behind the boat, what have you, um, it's a little harder at night. Uh, even if you've got something that's, you know, rigged with a, a glow stick of, of some kind or, you know, you've got, uh, you know, one of those lines that tends to, you know, fluoresce a little bit if, uh, if you shine a light on it. Um, nah, it's, it's, it's still kind of harder to see anyway. Nah, just pull them a little closer to the boat, uh, you, know, you know, maybe by two-thirds or whatever. So if you normally have 50, maybe, you know, 30, something along those lines. Like I said, it'll be much easier to see the hit from that distance than uh, than further out. And and again, you you can go with whatever kind of uh, uh, lure choices you want to uh, to go with, whether it's you know crankbait, uh, crawler harnesses, uh, whatever. Um, you know, vary it up a little bit. That uh, I, again, I, I think you want to maybe keep things a little on the slower side. Uh, just because, again, at night, um, you know, even a fish like the walleye that has, you know, excellent night vision, um, just they can be, a, you know, obviously there can be aggressive fish, but I, I think 
when I think night fishing, I just tend to think a little something a little bit uh, in terms of a slower presentation, because um, you just you, you just need those fish even with you know even if you are using you know glow in the dark paint or you know you've got some kind of glow on there or uh, you know crankbaits noise things along those lines. It's still I think a little bit harder for some of those fish sometimes to to uh, to actually zero in on that that bait. You know, they can see it, they can get in the area and everything, but you, you got to make it maybe a little easier for them to uh, to key in on it uh, and and find the thing. So that's uh, that's something to keep in mind as well. So yeah, you know, it, it, the other thing too is is you know we're coming up, you know, we're almost in the end of May here, the beginning of June. So yeah, we're going to start to see some some warm weather too. A nice thing is about it about nice fishing anyway is that. It's usually at least a little cooler anyway. Uh, beat the heat and get out there and do a little bit of fishing. So give that uh, give that a try. Something to think about uh, for the uh, the next couple of months anyway. And I'm you know we'll have uh, have plenty of opportunities to get out there and enjoy uh, enjoy some nighttime fishing. So they can they can be found and they can they can they can be active. Uh, you know if you. Spend any time looking at, at some of the, the the fishing websites and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that just you know, and I think you know rightly so. It doesn't get talked about an awful lot, but man, you know, there's it's just it's a time of day that uh, doesn't get a lot of uh, a lot of attention, and like I said, rightfully so. But you know. There are plenty of opportunities out there for uh, for some really really good fishing. Um, like I said, uh, I, I didn't really get into to catfish or anything like that, but that certainly is a whole no- and that's really a whole nother topic of uh, of night fishing uh, that uh, um, is certainly something to uh, to explore. And you know, bow fishing, like I mentioned, uh, kind of at the beginning as well. That um, certainly have some some fun in like practice your uh, practice your archery skills for the, the fall hunts anyway you know that's uh, that can be uh, that can be a good thing to do and man you can get some uh, some mammoth carp uh, with the bow so it's uh, it's fun there's uh, there's no doubt about it so it is uh, 847 I'm gonna take a break and come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Boy, is it nice to be finally back out on the water. No more drama, no more negativity, no more kids running around screaming. This is social distancing at its finest, if only for a few hours. Get back on the water and find peace in the simplicity of fishing. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is open with all the best bait and fishing gear. Roscoe's is where everybody goes. He'll tell you all the best spots, where and what the fish are biting. Looks like I got one. Thanks, Roscoe. If you're a sports fan, 
You can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. But I don't know if we're going to have anything like The Last Dance. Not anytime soon. You know, Lance Armstrong's story's been told. Bruce Lee is going to have a whole nif- a new audience there. And, you know, there were probably some stories that we haven't heard about Bruce Lee. But it feels like with Lance Armstrong, unless this is about Lance today and what has happened since he his fall from grace. All right. I, I'll watch it. Bruce Lee, I'll watch. I was always fascinated with Bruce Lee. I was fascinated because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar loved Bruce Lee. And... I think he was trying to understand what Bruce Lee did and, you know, sort of that magic of, you know, him at that size and how brilliant he was at his craft. But I'll watch that one as well. I just don't know if we're going to have a a documentary that's going to be anywhere near what we saw. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. If you love Wisconsin sports, then you got to tune in every night for the Wisco Sports Show right here on WKTY. My name is Grant Bills, and I'm not going to hit you over the head with box scores and recaps and long, boring press conferences. You watch the games, you know the score, you know the players. So let's debate, let's argue, let's share our opinions, and most important of all, let's not take ourselves too seriously. The Wisco Sports Show with me, Grant Bills, weeknights 5 to 6 right here on WKTY. 96.7 FM, 580 AM. I don't believe it. My savings are gone. Okay, think. Where'd you have them last? I was home, then I spent them on that vacation in this tiny suit of armor. Now they're gone. Weird. Weird? Not really. Not saving now means no money later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Oh, I broke his little gauntlet. Oh, no. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning here. And WKTY Outdoors uh, brought to you in part by Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma. And uh, the hotspot report, such as it is, is brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. So, check it out. Yeah, a hotspot? Yeah, I mean, take, take your pick. I, you know, I'm thinking... I'm I'm looking in the backwaters. Uh, take your pick uh, down, you know, down between you know, I guess uh, you know, like Brownsville or uh, some of the backwater areas down by Genoa, those places, Lake on Alaska, um, in that uh, in that area there. Uh, you know, I'm kind of if, if I'm if I'm looking for bass, those are the places I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be checking out. Of course. Uh, uh, I think if I'm and if I'm targeting walleyes this weekend, I'm going to be looking. Uh, I'm going to be looking at wing dams, just someplace uh, where there's those uh, those current breaks, and those are the easiest places to find. Uh, even with a little higher water, they're uh, they're easy to find and get out there. Uh, get out there and, and 
target those. Just uh, drift over some of those and go to town, hopefully. That would be, uh, that would be nice. If you are going to be out boating this weekend, uh, just a, a little news here, too, that uh, the Wisconsin Safety Council reminding, of course, all boaters to uh, uh, be safe this weekend. Uh, council says uh, nearly 80% of boating deaths in 2017 were due to drowning, and uh, nearly 90% uh, of those deaths were a result of someone not wearing a life jacket. I don't swim, so if I'm going out on the water uh, with my my buddies ever, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm wearing a life jacket. <laughs> so that's uh, that's just the way it is. Of course, Seifer gets to put the drain plug in, so uh, we're going to get the boat swamped one of these days anyway, so I need to have it for that too. So, But, uh, yeah, the, you know, of course, the Safety Council encourages, now that we're getting the boating season going here, you know, encourages all boaters to take, you know, normal safety precautions while out on the water, uh, keeping in mind the new norm with uh, COVID-19. Um, everybody should treat their boat like it is their home and disinfect all frequently touched areas, you know. And, of course, uh, boaters should also keep in mind seating arrangements to uh, continue practicing social distancing as much as you possibly can in a boat. Yeah, that it. Yeah, that seems a bit it, it it that's a bit of a challenge but yeah you it, you can kind of do it but now that one might be a little tough if you go out with the with someone else you know buddy or you know family member what have you but anyway uh one other thing too if you are uh, headed out um the uh, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources says state parks will resume normal hours this weekend but uh Visitors won't have access to bathrooms until next month. Uh, most state parks, of course, you know, have been operating with reduced hours and no bathroom and no bathroom access as the uh, uh, you know as we all deal with the COVID nineteen pandemic here. Uh, but the DNR said Friday that those parks will resume normal hours starting today. Uh, visitors will have limited access to bathrooms beginning June the third. Uh, campsites will remain closed, however. So it's uh, make sure you go before you go, <laughs> so to speak. So something to uh, something to think about as well. So, but uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, some other things to uh, think about here with the terms of news. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me drop one other thing here too. That uh, before I forget. Uh, to work here too that the uh, one other sort of outdoor bit of news anyway from Wisconsin uh, the DNR board is set to vote next week on tighter elk harvest limits for uh, later in the year uh, hunters were allowed to kill up to 10 bulls during the state's second season last year uh, DNR officials want to reduce the limit to six this year uh, they say state hunters should be allowed to kill three and Chippewa tribal members can take three they say uh, hunters are targeting older bulls and warn that uh, that practice will hurt hunting and elk viewing opportunities if it continues. The uh, The board is set to vote next Wednesday uh, during its meeting in Madison. So that is a, a little look at the outdoor news here this morning on WKTY Outdoors. It's 8.56. Take a break and come back with a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a moment on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. 
WKTYO Doors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Ah, boy, is it nice to be finally back out on the water. No more drama, no more negativity, no more kids running around screaming. This is social distancing at its finest, if only for a few hours. Get back on the water and find peace in the simplicity of fishing. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is open with all the best bait and fishing gear. Roscoe's is where everybody goes. He'll tell you all the best spots, where and what the fish are biting. Looks like I got one. Thanks, Roscoe. For many high school seniors in the Cooley region, the coronavirus has robbed them of some lifelong memories. Midwest Family Lacrosse, along with Western Technical College, are trying to make things a bit better with a virtual yearbook. Visit WKTYsports.com before May 25th. Post your senior photo along with your name and your school, and you can win a $250 Visa gift card. It's our senior spotlight for area high school seniors who've been impacted by the coronavirus. Don't put your goals or your future on hold. It's time at Western Technical College. Visit WKTYsports.com for more info. Our community always comes together when there's a need. It's time to come together again. We're partnering with the La Crosse County Health Department and their Food Drive Fridays Together We Can campaign. Because of the coronavirus crisis, the Hunger Task Force is experiencing skyrocketing need. You can help. Food and monetary collections will take place every Friday between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Drop-off points are in the Valley View Mall parking lot, downtown in the county parking lot behind the courthouse, and on the south side in the Big Lots parking lot. And through the month of May, the members of Firefighters Credit Union are matching up to $50,000 in monetary donations. Please give what you can. You'll help a neighbor, a friend. You'll help our community. Go to AroundRiverCity.com for details. That's AroundRiverCity.com. Food Drive Fridays. Together we can. Thank you from the La Crosse County Health Department and all of us at Midwest Family of La Crosse. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is, uh, I've got just a, a few moments left to go in the program. I certainly want to thank you very much for listening this morning. <laughs> Putting up with me for the, uh, ah. but thank you again for listening. I hope you got a little bit out of that. Uh, some ideas anyway, thinking about, uh, uh, you know, night fishing and, and giving that a try. Like I said, it's, uh, there, there are some, Great opportunities out there for uh, uh, for you to enjoy some some really quality fishing for a, a lot of different species. Never even touched on uh, northerns as well, and uh, that that can be a, a you know a great opportunity as well. So yeah, think about that, especially as we get into the you know the warmer weather and things too. Just make sure you got the uh, you got the bug spray. <laughs> Anyhow, gotta go. Uh, show is over for the Saturday. We'll see you next week on WKTY Outdoors. It's Sports 9 o'clock. For sports. Get up. Get out of here. Go. WKTY Lacrosse. 96.7 FM. 580 AM.